doing? <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> this is so good. Oh, it's gonna be so good. I need to. I need to loosen up. I need to. You know. All right. Get uh, your cheeks loose. <laughs> palpitation. Potato loosen palpitations. Pick pears. Good. In February. Yeah. Ah, that was. Yep. That's what the. That's what Shakespeare mm. says. You. You but, always say that. In fact, I think in our last episode. We didn't even include any catchphrases, <laughs> which is a bummer because people were like, "Come to us!" Oh my god, we didn't. Um, yeah, I need to start got, getting pulling yeah. my weight because I haven't done an episode since Olympic. Yeah, well, you don't really contribute. I, Steve does a lot of behind-the-scenes action. I you adjust my know, microphone America. at inappropriate times. I think that's good. That's do I sound is this right? Plosive, plosive, mac and cheese. Purple isn't an onomatopoeia. Purple isn't an onomatopoeia. Purple right. pulses pleasantly yeah. in the pulsating moon. You know what you always say. That's what I always say. About picking peaches in February. Mm-hmm. Finish it off. <laughs> Do you know that one you always Finish say? Finish that one. About picking, picking peaches, peaches in February. In, you know, when you pick yeah. peaches in February, you really get prickly paired in the old from Dillium, you know. Nope. So, <laughs> nope. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't, that wasn't it. Couldn't, I don't remember it like that. Something, <laughs> something about purple phalanges. I don't know. Some, yeah. You used it to comes, say it. You don't say it as much a, anymore. It's been a while. Yes, that's one of my catchphrases. <laughs> that's just that song. <laughs> the whole thing. Just like I always do. But the live version. <laughs> I only do the live version when I do it as a catchphrase. <laughs> We're watching The Office and the 90s classic of everything is gonna be <laughs> so good. That's like, that's so deep. That's such a deep 90s cut. Ah, oh, that's good. All right. Ooh. Yeah. What's up? <sighs> Hello, <laughs> America. You're listening to, we'll name it next time, a little podcast where two dudes try to figure out what their podcast should be about. I'm Jake, joined as always by Uncle Steve. Say hello. Rockabye. <laughs> Thank you. I was jamming to a little uh, true story on my own in the car. A little I'll be Edwin McCain mm. the other day. Or what's his name? Is that his name? The uh, I think that's his that name. That sounds right. That is I'll the... I'll uh, be. Where, where like, um, what's cool about I'll be is that the chorus starts halfway through the chorus. <laughs> you know, the song's called I'll be and everybody knows I'll be your crying Oh, I know. That's halfway through the chorus because the chorus starts with "And tell me we belong together." You know what I mean? Yeah, that's I'm that song. Sure. That song is literally the first dance song at weddings for people who have never listened to music off of the radio. <laughs> so good. I'm sorry if that was your first dance, but and Jesus, rain fucked. falls heavy on the tin roof, or or or. <laughs> It could be, uh, yes. it could be Casey and JoJo. Yeah, it can be that. That those two that. songs define nineties wedding two. rock music. <laughs> so okay, tonight's gonna be a good one. We haven't mm-hmm. had a lot of good ones. Tonight, I think is gonna be a good one. I have an idea for a podcast, and my mm-hmm. idea is we do biographies mm-hmm. of important figures in American history. Oh, like the guy who wrote "How Bizarre, How Bizarre." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
We're doing his biography? Yeah, his name well, is here Ted. here we go. His name is Ted. Dancing. He was the star Dan- of <laughs> Cheers no, before he became famous else. for the... He was on a little sitcom, and then he got Freddie Joe is... I think it might be Freddie Joe Anderson. What? Look it up. No. Yeah. I refuse to acknowledge that song any more than I already have. <laughs> it wasn't. How dare you? I picture... Oh, never mind. Too deep cut. Too I don't deep. even remember what the cartoon character's name is. Heathcliff? Oh, a Freakazoid. Wasn't that like wasn't that a cartoon character, yeah, Freakazoid? Freakazoid I was picture great. I picture him he is the singer of that song. I don't know why. <laughs> the, I don't know. What? <laughs> I don't know. That's who I picture when I hear that song. How the song? Freakazoid. Look and it then up. The, like, Look it up, kids. Then the Animaniacs are just in the background harmonizing. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, so good. That's relevant. biographies of famous of of maybe not necessarily famous but impactful people from American history. Mm-hmm. Okay, tonight's biography tonight is of a man named Al Bielik. Have you ever heard of Al Bielik? It sounds like that should be like a funny thing, like misnomer. Oh, oh my gosh! Oh, Bielik! <laughs> <laughs> okay, I didn't do that on purpose. I didn't oh, do that on purpose. No. <laughs> All right, tell me about tell me about We'll get to the breakdown. Tell me Three about some white people and wedding stuff. Okay, I'm glad you haven't heard of Al Bielik. Mm-hmm. He's important. <laughs> Big stuff happened with Al Bielik. I can't. You can't do it now. I know, I ruined it. Al Bielik. Okay. Al Bielik. <laughs> Al Bielik was born in nineteen twenty seven. Okay. That's his first year. memories, his first, and Wait, I what? should say, everything from tonight comes from Al Bielik's own website. The with, old... with occasionally, I'll throw in some like just general like Wikipedia stuff about. Wait, is he still around? Things that happen. Uh, he is still around. Ooh, look he is at still him. Around. Ninety. Yeah, ninety-one. You'll be, turning ninety. Old you'll 91? be even more surprised when you hear his story. Oh, right. um, so this comes from his bio, his mm-hmm. his own mm-hmm. website. His first memories of being Al Bielik were when he was nine months old during a family Christmas party. Ah. Yep, stop me there, because there's some weird <laughs> words in that sentence. <laughs> well, you know, who am I to judge? Mm-hmm. My first memories of being Al Bielik. Nine my months first, old during a family I'll tell you Christmas about my party. first memories of being Al Bielik. It's about eight months ago. <laughs> I was waiting in line at the Taco Bell. When he was... <laughs> Okay, so he was nine months old during a family Christmas party. The odd thing about his memory was that he fully understood the conversation that was taking place around the piano. Oh. He's a nine savant or something. Yeah. Then. He's a smart as Al As Al went through grade school, he was known as the walking encyclopedia. Oh. Before graduating high school, he took an electronics test and was the only one to pass. <laughs> Nerd! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, the nine-month-old who understands the conversation is a little bit more important. Um, the Navy needed people like him during the war years and yes. recruited him. Ah. Al later completed his education and took on various vocations in the field of electronics. Okay. While contracting for various military contractors, the people who worked with him began to reveal the truth about our involvement with extraterrestrials and PSYOPs, Psychic Operations Ooh, Programs. Ooh, isn't that Strange what made the Unabomber? Things. 
Yeah, exactly. What Strange was that called? Things. Ah, shit. I don't know. Shit. It's a, there's a know. thing. It's the guy who did LSD, who made LSD big was in it too. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. Uh, Ken Kesey. Um, nope. Casey and or Jojo. I can't. <laughs> yeah. One of those two. Strange <laughs> things started to happen to Al soon mm-hmm. afterwards. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense, you know. Yeah. Like he, well, he obviously he's psyopsin. Okay. <clears throat> so I know this is about Al Bielik, but yeah. I'm going to take a pause from Al Bielik. You got a little background. Take a step he's back. Like a, he's like a savant kid savant. recruited by the Navy mm-hmm. to do some weird stuff. Doing weird shit. The government at wartime. Okay. okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, like World War II wartime. Yep. But it, we'll get okay. So I'm going to kind of take a sidestep to a guy named Ed Cameron now. Okay. Cameron. Yeah. Oh, like... <laughs> wow, it's never gonna work. It Ed Cameron, so similar. <laughs> <laughs> you've done, you've done Nightman on the last two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ed Cameron was <laughs> born on August on August fourth, nineteen sixteen, ah. in Bayshore, Long Island, New York, ah. to Father Alexander Duncan Cameron and mm-hmm. Mother Arville. Uh, from a common law marriage. His aunt oh. Arnold raised him and his brother Duncan in a 26-room mansion wait, in Long Island. Wait, 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 wait. We need to address yes. these family names. Sure. We have, what was his mom's name? Yeah, you want to keep this straight. Arville. Arville. I think not that's her maiden like, Kind of like uh, the popcorn guy, but worse. Yeah, and not Orville. Arville. Arville, because yeah. it's feminine. A f- feminine, yeah, you a know. For, <laughs> a feminine. <laughs> His aunt and Arnold. Arnold. Uh, yeah, his aunt Arnold <laughs> raised him and his brother Move Duncan. It, football head in a, in a 26 <laughs> mansion in Long Island. So he grew up rich, Ed. He grew up rich. 26 room mansion. Uh, you got it. If you're gonna survive that kind of naming, oh, Long Island. Um, Ed went to Princeton in 1932. And finished up his education with a PhD at Harvard in 1939. Good for him. Yeah, he met Dr. John von Neumann Neumann. first at Princeton. (laughs) Dr. John von Neumann. If you can't, if there's not a creepy doctor sounding name. Funny, a true story about Uh John von Neumann is that he always had a passion for music and changed his name to John Bon Jovi. To make sure we'll get to that, we'll We'll get to that. I I don't know the article. I'm sorry, I'm jumping. That's the song that everyone thinks of when they think of John Bon Jovi. That's why I went to the same song. Stop. And it's either that one or it's the one where he's building a house. In the yeah. music video. <laughs> okay. I don't know what so that one is. So, so Ed Cameron, Cameron. Uh, meets John Von Neumann at Princeton. Neumann. A meeting that would change the course of his life. And, oh, boy. He oh was he right? Boy. <laughs> After Ed... Remember, so we have Al Bielik, that's who we're talking about, and Ed Cameron. Cameron. After, <laughs> after Ed left Harvard, both Ed and his brother Duncan were recruited to work with the Navy in September 1939. What was his name? And sent... Uh, Ed and Duncan. Duncan! Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> they recruited to work with the Navy in September 1939 and sent through a 90-day training school mm-hmm. and left with the rank of Lieutenant Junior Grade. He says oh. Lieutenant JG, which I'm assuming means Junior Grade. I don't... Whatever. I don't military. I don't, I don't do military. I, I was... Yep. <clears throat> so... 
Dr. Von Neumann recruited both of them. Dr. Von Neumann recruited both of them to work in the Project Invisibility, also known as the Rainbow Project. (laughs) Yeah? Now we got a little something, something, huh? It almost sounds like, you know, we're halfway there. It's my life. It almost sounds like we're halfway there. There's no one never. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Project Invisibility. Yeah. Uh, Moving on. That's not. We don't need to go into anything about that. Before starting There's nothing interesting about that name. No. Both of them had to relearn their physics. Uh, they had PhD. Like their own personal their physics? physics or? No, like physics. Ah. Okay, here's why. Dr. John von Neumann taught the two brothers about gravity, time, and quantum physics. Gravity. How it, how it really works. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Go on. Now you're good. Okay. Ed needed to learn the theory behind invisibility oh. <clears throat> so he could accurately report to the Navy the progress of the experiment. While okay. working on this project, Ed got to meet Tesla... Oh. And Albert Einstein. Now, what's Pretty interesting, smart. and this is off topic, is that uh, uh, Al, yeah. this is Al's website, never mentions Tesla's first name. No. Um, which you would think you would know if you met him. It's anyway, Phil. Back to it. <laughs> yeah. It's good old Phil it's Tesla. Phil. <laughs> good old Philly Tess. Philly Tess is what we True call him. True blooded Irish American name, yeah. Philip <laughs> Tesla. <laughs> Ed got to meet Tesla and Albert Einstein. Both were heavily involved in developing the mathematical theories behind the project. Okay. Al believes that Albert Einstein uh, did complete his unified field theory and was used uh, uh, to create the overall set of equations to produce invisibility. Wait, is that like, I'm not an Albert Einsteinonian. That's the the smart people turn for it. Um, Mm -hmm. Did he not finish that thing that you said he finished? He actually finished? Um, something about a thing. I don't know. Unified. Yeah, I. What did I you say? Read I that over. So. Read that. That read that. What? I don't, what did you say? He it, actually finished. So the unified field theory. Yeah. Um. Unifies mm-hmm. uh, two or more of of the four interactions: electromagnetic, it gravitational, weak, them. and strong okay. uh, interactions. Okay. Previously That's going. Right. Those interactions have been described by separate theories. Uh-huh. I don't well, think Einstein. I don't think Einstein ever unified them. Oh, so it's kind of like so, a conspiracy so thing, he like did. he actually did. Yeah, Ed, okay, Ed says he did, and he used them to produce invisibility. Like, oh, Al, he yeah, he finished that. Yeah, Al, that's some and, bitch. Uh, and old Philip Tesla. <laughs> old Philip Tesla. He was a yeah, uh, good old Jersey boy, He's Phil Tesla. Yeah, he was. Played second base for the Mets for two years. <laughs> you uh, know, you could always catch him skipping rocks down by the Monongahela. That's Philadelphia. You could, Never mind. That's not it. By the Hudson. You know? <laughs> Good old Philly. Good old. Philly T. Philly T. Mine, uh, great second baseman. Great. Man, he hit... He hit two. He hit two forty five for the Mets oh, for yeah. two years. He wanted shortstop for the glory, but, you know... <laughs> He just Second couldn't base, get Philly that far off the base. Philly he needed that anchor. Yeah, he did. That's how baseball se- works. <laughs> yeah. In September 1940, the first test of invisibility was performed on a small Navy tender in Brooklyn, New York Navy Yard. And okay. it was a success. Wait, what's a Navy tender? Uh, I don't know, like a small boat. 
Fair enough. I'm going to be no, asking a lot no of questions. No sailors were on board. Oh, thank Christ. And all the power was externally supplied. Well, I'd assume At that so. point, yeah, it's harder to do it in the boat. At that <laughs> point, the Navy took over yeah. and classified the project as Project Rainbow. Mm. Roosevelt was excited about the success of the project mm-hmm. and asked to perform the invisibility on a battleship. Ooh. Remember, and okay, again, this is Al's. This is Al's website. This is not my information. This is, this is Al's. We're not making remember, this up. He says, remember, at that time, the United States was losing half of their merchant ships going to the UK to the German U-boats. Ooh, yeah. Okay? So there's that's what we... Now, what's... Anyway. They had a vested uh, interest in getting <laughs> past them U-boats. Okay, there you go. So, while waiting for the battleship to be modified, Ed and Duncan were assigned to the USS Pennsylvania. Ah. They were scheduled to leave Pearl Harbor on December 5th, 1941. Yeah. And had their orders canceled because it was known that the Japanese would bomb Pearl Harbor. Oh, shit. This is, once again, disclaimer. This This is is not my words. Al Belich's words, I feel like this is where you should have repeated that part. It was known. I mean, yeah, people, he's... that is a big conspiracy theory. Like, America wanted to get into the war and all that kind of thing. So, yeah, we were like, hey, let's uh, let's have all our people die. Like, listen, we <clears throat> have never done anything shady before. What was that C word you just used? Consp- con, uh, I consp- listen, consp- I'm a feminist. I will not use that word. Conspe. Con- whatever con- it was, I feel like it's going to. I think it was conspiracy. I've never heard that word, but uh, hold on to it. I'll just say. I'll just keep it in my hand, keep it in the pocket. Yeah, maybe play that card a little later. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about invisibility, and I'm saying, go ahead and play that card later. (laughs) This is not the time. This is inappropriate steve okay so so again ed ed and duncan had their orders canceled because it was a, known the was japanese would bomb pearl harbor in the day. apparently ed, ed apparently the brothers were deemed too valuable to put into harm's way oh good for them then comes the test on the uss eldridge hmm. also known as the philadelphia experiment oh so let's go off i've heard let's about go. that that's where <clears throat> yes. tom hanks gets aids no it's not it at all. Wrong. It's where they try to have a team called the Phillies, and it doesn't work out. <laughs> and it still does not work. It's where they put a bunch of obnoxious people in a city. And they whip and batteries they at baseball players. So so let's go off of Al's website for a second and talk about oh, what yeah. the Philadelphia Experiment is. Because you yes. might have heard that. You might have heard of that. You might have heard of it. So the Philadelphia Experiment is an alleged military experiment mm-hmm. supposed to have been carried out by the U.S. Navy at the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That makes sense. Sometime around October 28, 1943. All right. Okay. Yep. The U.S. Navy destroyer escort USS Eldridge, Eldridge. Was, cl- yeah, was claimed to have been rendered invisible or cloaked to enemy Holy devices. shit. Yeah. Hmm. Also, also, maybe in other accounts, mm-hmm. it was uh, it was also teleported to New York. Oh, teleported to another dimension. Oh, and teleported through time, resulting in the death of several sailors, some of whom were fused with the ship's hull. 
So when you mm. read about the Philadelphia experiment, it's always invisibility. Mm-hmm. And it's always sailors fused to the hull of the Eldridge. That'll do it. That'll get you. Nine uh, times out of ten, time. if you get fused to the hull. Yeah. A couple guys have come back from uh, from yeah. uh, being fused in uh, teleportation. But, but most of the man. time, it's, you know, their infidelity gets them with the gonorrhea yeah. and that. Yeah, there's like a... There's a they're raising... There's a 5K. They're raising money. Yeah, they're trying, <laughs> you know. Support the troops. Fused. Support the fused. It's raised for the fused. Okay. Don't say that. We're gonna get sued by Komen. We race because they can't. Because again, they're fused they are, to the ship. If it's a yacht race, maybe. Yeah. I feel like yeah, that's. I feel like the teleportation is bigger than the invisibility. You think that's a big deal? Okay. That's, that's why I said maybe hold thing, on to. But, that's why I said hold on to the conspiracy card for a while. Unless oh. you got a couple. I don't have the any story, other cards. Uh, the story of this first appeared in 1955 in yep. letters of unknown origin sent to a writer, an astronomer, and most importantly, probably, a UFO buff, oh, Morris okay. K. Jessup. Wait, what magazine? Uh, a guy, Morris K. No, Jessup. No, no, no. I thought you said it was mentioned in a magazine. No, they, letters were sent letters. to this guy. Okay, okay, okay. Um, it is widely understood to be a hoax. Oh. But then I can't again, imagine why. You can't prove it didn't happen. No. Uh, the U.S. There. Navy maintains that no such experiment was ever conducted as they would. Yeah. If the, uh, I mean, if it yeah. really hadn't happened, then they would say that it didn't happen. Yeah. And what uh, are they, they saying? Uh, they also maintain that the details of the story contradict well-established facts about the USS Eldridge mm-hmm. and that the alleged claims do not conform to known physical laws. Notice how they use the word known. Yeah, I was going to say known. They're going to do air quotes around that bad boy. But Albie, Albie Al-B. unified. Albie unified him. Albie unified him. Go he unified on. the theories. So that's just known physical laws. Hmm. So anyway. Yes. So Ed's biography says that he and his brother were aboard the USS Eldridge on the night of the Philadelphia experiment. Oh, shit. Where people ended up fused to the hall. Well, um, the Eldridge was fitted with a special generator. At the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard. The generator mm-hmm. test rendered the ship almost invisible. Witnesses almost. reported that a green fog appeared in its place. Aboard mm. the ship, many crew members endured a nausea, ca- causing them to collapse. When the ship reappeared, some sailors were physically embedded in the metal structures of the ship, including one sailor who fell through the surface of the upper deck and was found on the level below where his hand was fused with a steel bulkhead. That'll... Hmm. Yeah, hold on. I feel like shit. that's not going to kill you. Tell your family you. about that one in a bar someday. I guess. Drunk, I mean, that wouldn't a, kill you, a, would it? I don't know what would kill no, you. No, you just got to cut your hand off like yeah. Yeah, like So James that guy's Franco still did. around. He's doing... Yeah, and he's like sitting in a bar having a, t- having a shot of oh whiskey with gosh. a toe in it in Canada. Oh my God, it's full circle. <laughs> Throwback. Telling that story, and people are like, this dude's nuts. Anyway, yep. Edward and his brother did not stick around to watch the carnage. Fair. They both jumped off the ship expecting to swim to shore. Mm-hmm. This is where it gets fun, Steve. <laughs> hold on to your butts. If you're hold not on currently holding on to your butt, hold on to hold your on butt. on my butt the entire time. Instead of immediately hitting the cold seawater... Oh, they were briefly suspended in hyperspace. Oh. As a result, Steve, yes. they spent six weeks in the hospital. 
confined to their beds with severe radiation burns from spending time in hyperspace. As far as I know, that checks out. That would happen. Yeah. Those six weeks, Steve. Yes. Were actually spent in the year 2137. Ooh. <laughs> what? Ed and Duncan jumped off the ALSS Eldridge and landed in the year 2137. Huh. <laughs> There's a lot there. There's a lot happening in that statement. Yeah. Um, Digest that mm. shit. <laughs> so, are we going to uh, get... Hey, Ed. <laughs> uh, do your arms hurt? Yeah. Dunk. My arms hurt. Yeah, Um. do you see the flying cars and shit? Yes, I do see the flying <laughs> cars and shit. <laughs> Anywho... Yeah, I'm, hmm. So, do they, uh, you, I, I don't want to jump ahead, but are uh, there going to be some accounts of the year 2137? Uh, yes, sir. The two brothers learned a lot. I I would hope they did. Other than, unless uh, they're just still, the, everything's the same. Like, they had old magazines. Just, they're just in, they're just a newspaper that says 2137. <laughs> oh, it's the same. Wow, okay. that's Max, not much man. has changed. Yeah, they still talk weird. like that because it's the fifties. Wow, yeah. not much has changed. <laughs> see, see, ah, see, yeah, <laughs> the Yankees, the Bronx Bombers. Wow, ah, my pants Duncan. are worn so high. <laughs> the zoot suits are still cool. Ah, forties thing. No, it wasn't. Those aren't cool yet. Zoot suits were like over or was at that twenties. That that like <laughs> That's like twenties. Way I don't know my times. That was so twenty one twenty, not twenty one thirty seven. Get your okay, years. Okay, so uh, here's some things they learned. Yeah. Um, uh, they learned the fact that climate change had severely changed the Earth, He'll putting do that. all of Florida but the Panhandle underwater. Huh. Um, Atlanta was just a few miles from the shore, and the Great Lakes had become one giant lake. Why, wait, what? Why would the Great... You know, like, when lakes? it gets warm, the Great Lakes become a big lake. <laughs> like fine. A, like, the Florida thing about, checks out, but, like, the Great it's Lakes... It's like a little, a little trickle of ocean came in, and it, like, flooded the Great Lakes. Yeah, because yeah, they're sense. saltwater bodies. You know, though, you know, like, you've been to the Great Lakes. I live the near glaciers, one, yes. The glaciers are still there. They're oh. actively melting. So here they've Chicago just Chicago is known melted. for being built on a glacier. Glacier. I yes. see. So in Good. their in their hospital room, they're reading up on this. Yeah, they're reading up on it. Even in though space they're journals. in neither the, the Great Lakes region nor Florida, they are right. hearing about this. Yeah, they're hearing about. Uh, they did say something about like being surrounded by televisions in the hospital yeah. that were so, teaching them about stuff. Yeah, but why? It's a per- they were it's together a- in a room, which was nice. But like, I mean, if you're gonna go yeah. through hyperspace to a different time, at least they're together. At least healthcare's improved, you know. And what what's interesting is there's no me- mention of the people from twenty one thirty seven and how they feel about having guys dressed from the nineteen forties no. show yeah. up like in their hospital. Because obviously they were they were put there or they replaced someone who the people Hyperspace, who were dude. there. Einstein. So those people are just fused to something now. It's probably a hospital yeah, everybody's ceiling. Fused. Everybody's fused. That was screaming involved. corpses <laughs> they're all above fused. them now, and it's just Duncan and Ed are fused now. They're fused. Uh, uh, that's, yeah, it's weird. That's incestuous. It's weird. 
Yeah. Gross. Um, the magnetic poles of Earth had begun to shift. Yep. Um, but an artificial pole structure was built to prevent the collapse and reversal of the poles, which would have destroyed all life on the planet. Just like your bachelor party, you know, which poles is- <laughs> setting up them poles. poles. <laughs> destroying all life on the planet. Titties, 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 destroying life on planets. <laughs> it burps. Uh, here's the interesting thing. Hasn't, uh, haven't the poles reversed like many, many times? Oh yeah, that- right? It, we're and overdue like life, for it actually life, right now. Yeah, and life is just like, all right. Yeah. Like maybe pigeons fly backwards for a couple months. I've seen the movie say, The oh, Core shit. and birds fly suicidally backwards. into buildings when the okay, magnetic well, poles are fine. All right. That's fine. But did you, we wouldn't I, be Someone was, I forget where I was learning it, where I heard it, but birds can see uh, supposedly the. Uh, Through time. The magnetic waves or electric waves or fields. <laughs> they see fields. They see fields, yeah. Yeah. Of green. Strawberry fields forever. Red roses. Red rover. Also. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what this is building to, right? Nope. Yep. Cut that out. <laughs> Cut all that. Last 30 seconds, gone. Useless. Um, okay. <laughs> Global warfare had broken out between the Russians and the Chinese. Ah, okay. Uh, uh, here's interesting. But a number of major U.S. cities were destroyed, and the infrastructure of our government was as well. Why? Wait. wait. So, so the Chinese, so was, the Chinese and the Russians are fighting. But the why US would is that completely affect destroyed. us? <laughs> well, they I don't just know. did they just that because they both cities. wanted to destroy us, and, like, and we have ah, no government. Shit, it's we better Mad bomb the we're Russians in America. Yeah, we're Mad Maxing, and everyone else is fighting. But also, it's really futury. It's really futuristic. So, yeah. It's like Mike like driving on the highways where I live. It's like Mad it's like Mad Max, but occasionally you arrive at a super futuristic hospital where you're oh. surrounded by TVs and you can time travel. Oh, okay, so you're listening to like cassettes and like you like drive one of a very boxy car and there's lots of purple and colors like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you have shades. Um, the entire population of the world had been reduced to 300 million. Oh. With 50 million of those in the U.S., even that, though it's that doesn't make sense. Destroyed. Yeah, considering our major cities are destroyed. Yeah, but hey, listen, we weren't there, Steve. We aren't there. Well, I don't know. We weren't there in the future because we have what? Are we pushing 400 million in the U.S.? Uh, yeah, I think we're in the mid threes. Yeah, yeah, three like to that. four. Um, eh. so toward the end of their stay, Steve, yeah, in 2137, Ed yes. was moved by means unknown. Um, like he didn't see what tw- happened. No, he didn't. He was moved by means unknown to the year twenty-seven forty-nine, oh. where he spent he spent the next two years. Hmm. I've heard it's nice there for two years. Twenty-seven forty-nine. Well, it's not. It's <laughs> as not. It turns out. Tell he me mentioned more. that he, he gave was, it a one-star Yelp review. Then you gave it twenty-seven thirty-nine one star. Oh, bad service. Bad service. Three bad dollar service. signs. Uh, no soft tacos no. at all. 45 minutes to get a nap. 45 <laughs> minutes. And 45. Yeah. I waited uh, I waited 700, 706 years to get an appetizer. And then I said, can you box this up? And they just threw it away. And they just morphed it into my belly. <laughs> just fused it to the front of a ship. <laughs> Everybody's fused in 2749. My, app, my apps... That I waited 700 years for are now fused <laughs> to the front of a battleship. And I wanted to take him home 
So Wednesday night when I'm hungry, I can heat them up in the microwave. <laughs> but they're in the they're in the hole but now. But they're now fused how to a battleship. How am I supposed to next to fucking USS Larry, who's in my fused also to microwave. the battleship? Larry's a bitch, anyway. <laughs> All right, back. Uh, he, in twenty one thirty. I'm sorry. In 2749, everything's controlled by a synthetic intelligence computer system that runs the entire world. Fair. Yep. (laughs) As expected. Yep, that's on par for the course. Will Smith has not yet beaten the robots into submission. Has he beaten the vampires? Uh, No. Okay, that's next. Vampires, then robots. He hasn't finished watching the movies uh, in the movie store. And he hasn't uh, beat the robots or the vamps. Has he... Uh, Hope you guys understand those references. Has he Hutch or whatever? The, has he done that one? Uh, Agent K ah. um, still still uh, stays in contact with his wife. No uh. form of government exists. Okay. And a huge floating computer structure communicates with people telepathically. I feel like the computer structure is the government at that point. Mm, you think so? Eh. Maybe. Society mm-hmm. is completely socialistic, and every single living person had all their basic needs for survival taken care of. That's good. So that's that fine. Sounds good. There you yeah. go. No one's They're getting like fused cities. to the front of shit. He was a tu- I, he was like a tour guide. Who was? Uh, uh, Ed. But he, when he was in the future, which is interesting because he didn't belong there. Yeah, and he was wait, also the it- tour guide. It's like it's like somebody. <laughs> it's like like a homeless guy running your college visit. Oh, it's like, good. oh, this is the big building where they throw the steak sauce away. Excuse me, who are you? Well, it's like, a- that reminds me, there's a guy by my office and a uh, homeless guy who found a green vest and now jumps in the middle of intersections and directs traffic despite having no, <laughs> exactly the same situation. no authority to do hey. so. Hey, guy dressed in like a, a leather helmet and aviation goggles. Why don't you be the tour guide for the floating cities? Yeah. Because you clearly look like you're from he 27. He checks out. One time I got a job because I looked like I should have the job. I had glasses and a beard, and they say, you have the whole look. And I say, damn you right. You're here. No, give me health care. And I imagine similar things. Yeah. So it was fine. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. It was all right. There you go. Eventually, though, Ed somehow yep. uh, rejoined his brother in 2137. They just gloss over that? <laughs> Yep, picked him up, picked him up, <laughs> and they. Tr- <laughs> I was a tour guide in twenty blah 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 yada yeah. yada yada. He found a Delorean. Back in time, he found a Delorean. He went and picked his brother up in twenty one thirty seven. Okay, so he, he went got back again. Just the big. That's a big yada yada yada. You know, yada yada yada. We figured out how to go back in time, which is logically impossible, but we did it. Ah. <sighs> Without uh, getting fused to said DeLorean. Without getting fused. That's the tricky DeLorean. part. Well, uh, Michael J. Fox was fused, but I didn't get fused. Oh, boy. He got fused. There's, <laughs> jo- there's jokes there, but we're not going to make them. Christopher. Christopher Lloyd was fused, but he was fine. It was fine. Don't oh, make a joke. No. no. Come on. No. 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 No, don't do that. Okay, so what's what's interesting here is he picks him up in 2137. Yes, he's back in 2137. And remember, back in the they came from 1943, like World War II, the Philadelphia Experiment. Yeah. So he picks up his brother Duncan, and they travel together 
mm-hmm. uh, back in time, but they traveled in 1983. <laughs> so there's like a typo dumb in the bastards. DeLorean. <laughs> so now they're like wearing, everyone's wearing neon and like doing yeah. cocaine. Obviously, they're all <laughs> just doing coke. Everybody's like half dressed half naked. They're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> da, 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 da. It's just that's playing the whole time. Beverly Hills. Duncan, Park. see? I'd rather Duncan. be burned. I'd rather have I'd rather have teleportation oh, burns. No. Hyperspace. I'd rather be back in twenty seven hundreds. Twenty seven forty nine. Uh, that was a tour guide. <laughs> see? What was But okay, so mm-hmm. since it's time travely, like like Duncan didn't have to be stuck in his ear for two years. You know, like he, uh, he he just traveled back to the moment he left. Oh, uh, so, like so d- yeah, he I got you. He caught him at the beginning. So Duncan was on there for like two weeks. Um, so in 1983, guess who they meet up with? Michael J. Fox. No. <laughs> Damn it! So cool though. They meet up with <laughs> Doctor John von Neumann. John Bon Jovi. John and they von say, Newman "Listen, guy, is a is like a they're like we gotta dude. get back to the 1950s." And he's like, gu- "You're halfway there." And they're like, "Man, uh, we've oh, been I feel living, like we're just living, living on, on a, living sofa. on something." Yeah, I can't. And God, then can't John Bon Jovi says, <laughs> "It's like bow, you hear bow. <laughs> John Bon Jovi calls somebody calls his he uncle. Calls, like, hey, John, <laughs> hey, John, you know that sound you've been going for? Bow, wow, bow." <laughs> You know that pound or like porno music that mixed with guitars? Here's Listen to this. <laughs> Just, can you imagine? Can you in imagine 30 Ed years, Duncan, this is going to kill. Ed and Duncan going back in time <laughs> and playing guitar. The song they choose is It's bam. My Life by John It's turned to the band. It's G. There's some wah pedal. Just see if you can keep up. There are so many references in that one minute. America, if you understand that, oh, that's good. Uh, Anywho. And let's take time to think about Huey Lewis, who is also in that scene. And uh, he's he's had to cancel his tour because something. I'm sorry to hear that, Steve. That's and that's the news. <laughs> so, so, so Dr. John von Neumann comes off of his like evil lair island that's shaped like a death volcano. Yes. And he greets the two men. Yeah. Okay, he says, Hey, I knew you're coming. It's good to see you guys. What's up? What's up? I was expecting this on a Tuesday in nineteen eighty three. That's exactly right. So he convinces them mm-hmm. to tr- to time travel back oh. to the USS Eldridge back to in 1943. Future, present. Yeah, it's like back to the future. We should make a reference. <laughs> what would we reference? <laughs> <that>? <laughs> so he convinces them to go back to 1943 to destroy the control equipment and huh. shut the experiment down, the Philadelphia experiment. Huh. So that it never had, and all this horrible stuff. I'm not going to lie to you. I would watch the hell out of this movie. If it was a movie, like, well, whole- Steve, it's not It's not over, my friend. <laughs> Stop. That's just the Philadelphia Experiment oh. section of today's oh, program. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you're saying we're only halfway there. Did we make that joke already? Steve, 
this is a this is a podcast about I'll be like, and we spent about twenty seconds on him so far. Wait, wait, because that on. was Ed, hold on that was that was Ed Cameron that we oh just the whole God. story on Ed Cameron. <laughs> we we're, were not even talking. to Al Bielik yet. Holy shit! I need a moment. Yeah, that was Ed and Duncan Cameron. I feel, I feel like I need the, a break. I, the nine-month-old savant. Are you keeping it straight? No. Okay. Al Bielik was not involved. Al Bielik was not involved in that story at all, right? That was Ed Cameron oh. and Duncan Cameron and uh, Doctor John oh. Bon Jovi Newman. So we're halfway there. Yeah. Have we made that again? Have we made? That yeah, again? we're living on someone's couch. Okay, so. Um, <clears throat> um, should we the question? Yeah. Should we take a bathroom break for America? You can go to the you can go to the I'm just saying we should probably split this up. That's fine. We've been going for about forty five minutes. Hey, this ain't a podcast for the brokenhearted. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh.